Hello, and welcome to the Daily Musings Podcast. I am your host, Steve M. I will be reading the daily reflection from the books Beyond Belief, Daily Musings for a 12-Step Life by Joe C., and published by Rebellion Dogs Publishing, and 365 Dao by Deng Ming Dao, published by Harper One. To be clear, I have not received permission from either publisher to reproduce this content in any form. It is strictly intended for my personal use and the enjoyment of my family and a few close friends. I hope you enjoy today's Daily Musings. February 18, 365 Tao, Day 49, Death. Death is the opposite of time. We give death metaphors. We cloak it in meaning and make up stories about what will happen to us, but we don't really know. When a person dies, we cannot see beyond the corpse. We speculate on reincarnation or talk in terms of eternity. But death is opaque to us, a mystery. In its realm, time ceases to have meaning. All laws of physics become irrelevant. Death is the opposite of time. What dies? Is anything actually destroyed? Certainly not the body, which falls into its constituent parts of water and chemicals. That is mere transformation, not destruction. What of the mind? Does it cease to function? Or does it make a transition to another existence? We don't know for sure, and few can come up with anything conclusive. What dies? Nothing of the person dies in the sense that the constituent parts are totally blasted from all existence. What dies is merely the identity, the identification of a collection of parts that we called a person. Each one of us is a role like some shaman wearing layers of robes with innumerable fetishes of meaning. Only the clothes and decoration fall. What dies is only our human meaning. There is still someone naked underneath. Once we understand who that someone is, death no longer bothers us. Nor does time. Day 49 And now, Beyond Belief, Daily Musing for February 18. Today's quote, Without a knowledge of mythology, much of the elegant literature of our own language cannot be understood and appreciated. Thomas Bullfinch, 1796-1867 Like literature, psychology draws upon archetypes. Carl Jung refers to an archetype as a pattern in our present life, relived or derived from our past, as in, she always falls for that type, which could mean, just like her dad, the emotionally unavailable type, or some pattern cued from her subconscious. If we are weary from psychotherapeutic navel-gazing, 12-step work, or the latest how-to-be-a-better-you bestseller, we can try reading a fable or going to a movie to learn about the human experience in a more entertaining way. We are taught and entertained by archetypes, 
in Egyptian, Norse, Greek, Celtic, Eastern, Biblical, and Aboriginal mythology. Metaphorical stories illustrate the gods' roles in the natural world and how they touch human life. The Bible indulges in stories of flooding, parting the sea, resurrection, and eternity. Stories only dumb us down if we take them literally and don't dig for the meaning. Archetype is a Greek word. Over the next few days, we'll look at a few key mythological characters in Greek history and see how they play out in addiction and recovery. We may not know them by name, but we've played these characters or battled these foes in real life. Mythology was created in part to help us understand our world. Do I have superheroes or dramatic characters I identify with? What is it about them or their dilemmas I identify with? Do I see how art and folklore metaphorically reveal truth about my life and world? February 18th. <laughs>